to This Magical Life, a weekly podcast hosted by two witchy friends. I'm Victoria. I'm a mom, I manage a shop, and I teach Teen Witch Academy. I'm Margaret. I'm a magical bard, and I love tarot and astrology. We're both witches and dog people. Hi, Victoria. Hey, Margaret. How are you? I mean, we're at the beach. How how else should I be? How about you? It's completely glorious here, and I'm doing good. Excellent. Yeah. Listeners, you may hear the waves and the, the wind behind us, but we did a test, and we could still hear our voices, so deal with it. Um, no, um, we thought it would be lovely because uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about the sea. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people are landlocked out there, and they don't, they're not really by the sea, so maybe like hearing the waves crashing in the background makes you also feel some comfort and also, you know feel the sea is near you. I hope so. I hope so. You know what we should do is we should, before we leave tonight, mm-hmm. take a little video because normally the waves are not this big here. No, they're not. They're not. And uh, we could share that on our Instagram. They're not. They're not. You know, um, one, of the, one of the things that Margaret and I were talking about when we first got here is the fact that there's been all this flooding and everything in, in Vermont and we feel so bad we do. for everybody who's affected by that. Um, it's it's been so bad that they have all the red flags up here because there's so much stuff in the water. Yeah, it's um, come down the Connecticut River, which goes from southern Connecticut all the way up to Canada. So, yeah. So if you live in Vermont, please know that we are giving you an energy hug through the yep, airwaves. We are, and hopefully, you can get back to your homes and restored to everyday life as soon as possible. Oh, I hope so. Um, but here today, it's really gorgeous. Um, the sky looks beautiful. There's lots of seagulls around. Um, I will tell you that before, when they were on the ground next to us, I was a little a complaining a little bit to Margaret about why are there all these seagulls. But <laughs> we were also eating. Yes, we were eating. We were <laughs> they were eating. probably hoping we would spill some panzanella salad or something. Absolutely. They're probably like, hey, that looks really good. Yeah. By the way, thanks, Mom, for the leftover panzanella salad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so it... It is a gorgeous night here tonight. I love the beach in the evenings. I do too. I like it in the morning and in the evenings. During the day in the summer, it's a little too warm for me. A little too warm. I've got a lot of memories of this beach in particular running because from the water to wherever I was supposed to go because the sand, just, it has a lot of iron in it. And it's like that purple. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it hurt to walk on. Yeah. I didn't ever bother to put sandals on or anything. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Run barefoot. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. feet on fire. I could probably run across a bed of coals due to that. Oh, you probably could. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, yeah, in the in the summer, I find that it's just very busy and loud at the beach, and yeah. I really like to come and either meditate or read. Yeah. Um, and I can't really do either of those when there's you know everybody screaming. It's you tough, know. and there's like boom boxes and yeah, or I guess speakers with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, or yeah, exactly. Boxes. The equivalent um, of boom boxes. But you've always lived by the beach, right? Almost always. There have been very few times in my life when I haven't. Okay. okay. Um, I was born in New Jersey, not too far from Philly, but we left before I could remember. Okay. And we lived here for a few years, and then we moved down to Georgia for two years for my dad's job, and um, then we came back. Okay. And then I, I lived inland for a few months and also while I was away at school for a couple of years. So I have lived inland, and I did not enjoy it gotten to the point where I actually miss the smell of low tide and for anyone who's never been <laughs> near you know inland wetlands during low tide it's not a good smell it smells no. like rotten eggs plus no skunk. it's not a good smell but I missed it 
Yeah, but it's, you know, um, we only did not live by the ocean. Oh my gosh. I guess when we lived in New Jersey when I yeah. was younger and we, we still had a house in Wildwood Crest, which is right. right down the Jersey shore, which, you know, we used to go to all the time, which was great. I used to love being down there with my parents and I would just be in the ocean all day. Like I <laughs> loved being in the ocean, but here, um, you know, we've, we've always lived within a few miles yeah. of the ocean and I always loved that because I can come here and, you know, um, like I said, meditate or read, but a lot of times just kind of, um, stare at the water and the waves and somehow get some energy from that. Yeah. So I wish that I had a copy of it with me, but there was a study done that said that people who have the option to look out at a watery horizon, mm -hmm. uh, tend to have an easier time being optimistic in life. Really? Yep. Hmm. Apparently, it, it triggers some sense of possibility in us. Oh. Whereas if you're landlocked, because you can see and make out everything, it's a little bit harder, I guess, to, to intrinsically boost your optimism. Okay. This isn't to say you can't be an optimist if you're landlocked. Right. If you're an optimist, you're an optimist. But right. Um, being able to see the open horizon with water and kind of that feeling of like, I could get in a boat go there and who knows where it would take me yeah it's um there's yeah there's just something about looking at the ocean yeah. you know um today it's very active a lot of days i've been coming lately and it's you know there's not so many waves um and maybe i'm going when the when the tide is going out um, it could be it could be yeah because i don't really you know i don't really look at the tide tables i know you know when you live in a in a community that is so um excited about the ocean most people do know like when high tide is and low tide and everything else, I'm, I don't. I have an uh, app on my phone. <laughs> but then also you can tell by the ripples on the water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So depending on what the wind is doing, that can be a little bit tricky. Right. Yeah, true. True. You know? um, yeah, no, I've, I've always enjoyed the ocean and I've always yeah. felt like it brings me some sort of energy. Yeah, Some same. sort of something. Yeah, it can be very um, calming or invigorating. I feel like it always gives me what I need. Mm -hmm. you know, like today, I did a lot of sitting for work, and just being here is actually invigorating me because it's very the waves are very yep. energetic right now. Yep. Um, and then so there's there's this meditation that my I learned from my grandmother, where if you want to calm down, have a nice calming time at the beach, you can watch the water, and as it goes out, you send yourself bad stuff out. And when the wave comes in, good stuff in. And you can do that with a more energetic surf as well. Right. But it's a little bit more chill. Yeah. But it's classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've always kept that with me and I've always used it and enjoyed it. And it's, I think, one of the simplest forms of sea magic that you can do. Oh, yeah. Um, and there oh, are, yeah, it there, sure is. There are lakes that have waves and tides and all that, but... There are. And I just saw somebody had a t-shirt that um, they... Maybe it was Lake Michigan. One of the lakes is a saltwater lake. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how does that happen if it's a lake? But, um, but of course, I did not ask them because I don't know those people. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> Excuse me, stranger. I can't help but notice your shirt claiming a saltwater lake. Please explain. Please explain. If you're but, listening, person with this, the saltwater <laughs> lake shirt, do write in to Victoria. Yes, please do. She wants to know. With a full essay. Um, no, but, um, you know... I've never lived by a lake or anything like that where I was like, okay, you know, this is, this is like the same as an ocean Yeah. because I feel like it's not because the ocean, it's all about like the sound and the wind and 
you know, and everything and that salty, briny smell. Yes. Um, love that smell. Yeah. Um, and you know, even like the seaweed. And I remember like when the kids were little, they would be all freaked out by the seaweed. Like, Oh my God, you know, but there's just something about it all mixed together. Yeah. Make it so wonderful. But if you really think about it, like being in the ocean where of course now we have all sorts of like, you know, pollution in the ocean and, you know, having something touch you in water that you can't see through, you know, that is pretty scary. I agree. I agree. And now, you know, we, we've got, at least on the eastern seaboard where we are, mm -hmm. sharks are prevalent again because the, the seal population is up, which is great. I love right. that the seals are back. Right. But there are more sharks. Um, and then apparently uh, off the coast of Narragansett, my sister was there a couple weeks ago, they wouldn't let anyone swim, and it turned out there was a man of war. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wait, on a the east coast? A Wait. Portuguese man of war. Wow. Yeah. So now because of... The, the change in the salination and the temperature and uh -huh. the sea levels and all that. Animals are going places they didn't used to go. So now the sea is a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also here in the Northeast, you know, the water is not clear. You know, you can't, you can't see to the bottom. You can't. You know, you know, when you're in like Bermuda, it's lovely because you could, it's like being in a pool. Yeah. You could see, you know, what's near you and. There's not as much stuff floating also when you're, you know, there. And I understand somebody just sent me pictures from a, a place called, I want to say it was called Destin. Okay. Florida. And like, same thing, just beautiful, clear water. Yeah. Um, so it is out there, but in the Northeast, we've never really had that. It's, you know, it is what it is, but, um, yeah, it always used to freak out my kids that you couldn't see your feet and then you couldn't, you didn't know what was touching you. Yeah, you kind of just have to trust. Exactly. You kind of just have to trust. And I mean, I, I haven't gone in the waves um, in a few years. I, I uh -huh. brought my nephew in uh, at a beach near here a couple of years ago um, and we almost got knocked over because a giant wave came in. It was really funny because we were fine. <laughs> right. But, you know, when I was a kid, like you, when we came to the beach, I only got out of the water to eat. Like that was, well, and use the restroom. Yeah. But, um, that was it. I yep. was in the water the rest of the time. Yep. Yep. Um, and I, I always say that like, obviously I still know how to swim, but I feel like I got all my swimming out when I was a kid. Yeah. I feel like that too. Yeah. Um, I, I'm much more a pool girl now. If I want to swim and be in the water, I want to be in my float. I want to be in the pool and you know. And hopefully Pugsley won't try to bite your float. Yes. Yes. My dog <laughs> is a big swimmer and, um. I guess, well, he's a rescue dog, and we found out recently that he must have been trained to rescue people in the pool, because when you're in the pool, he tries to pull you out, <laughs> and, you know, he's really gentle about it, and he's not being rough or anything, but, like, if you're on a float, he's bitten the float, he's he's dragging you in, the float's losing air, you know, it's a whole you're thing. You're running out of time. Yeah, it's a whole thing, you know, um, so, I mean, he's he's... he's He's much smarter than I give him credit for, but still, um, yeah, he, it's a little, it's a little bit of a pain when he's in the pool with you. So, um, but if I think if he was here, I wonder if he would jump into the ocean. Do you think he would? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it would, you know, freak him out or not. Yeah. You know. Maybe, uh, if you do test it, a calmer. Yes, a calmer, a calmer day. day. It's a little bit, um, there's some white caps out there today. Yes. Not a ton. Is. I've certainly seen the sea rougher than this. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like for a day that it's not stormy right now. It yeah. It seems very rough. It or is. stormy, you know, stormy yesterday. Yesterday, I think it rained, but I don't think it was stormy. Yeah. Um, 
And now, as an adult, I could stand on the beach for hours and just stare at yeah. the water. And Which I could not do when I was little. No, goodness, no. No, that would have been wrong. That would have been boring. Yeah. Yeah. But now I can just, I, I'll, I'll meditate. I'm all, and I don't necessarily mean like go into a meditative state. Mm hmm. Because I don't usually do that while standing up. <laughs> right, right. But I, I can think on so many topics that, and, and the sea just inspires my mind to, to move yep. at a different pace than usual. I don't, I don't tend to think about, the nitty gritty of life when I'm here. Yeah. At the water. I think yeah. about bigger things. Yeah. Well, as you know, I had like a crummy day at work today. I and like know. we came here and I feel like it's, you know, just like a sense of like, ooh, lighter load, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's really nice. And so there's something very magical about that. There definitely is. And I know that both of us have done some sea magic mm -hmm. before. And I. I myself love it because it's such a great resource that we're so mm -hmm. fortunate to have nearby. Uh, but, you know, even if we didn't have it nearby, I'm sure there'd be days when I would just make the trek to get to the sea. Mm -hmm. Because what do you have to work with here? You've got the water. Right. Which is the, salt. So that's right. purifying. Right. Right there, right. right? There's the sand. Yep. The beautiful is, sky. can filter. The sky is great. Um, there's usually somewhere along some beach, some driftwood, mm -hmm. um, and there's seaweed and like, there's, there's so much here. There really is. That's natural to work with. And you don't even have to take it home with you if you don't, nope. if you don't want to, you can just work with it here and nope. then you're done. You know, one of the, my favorite things to do, and I haven't been doing it lately and, um, that's kind of another thing, how I, I feel a little disconnected from the moon lately, but. Um, but late, I used to always come to the beach here, probably like the, either the day before the moon was just about full, maybe it was like 98% full. Um, I mean, it's never really a hundred percent full when it's, when it's going up in the sky, but sometimes even when it was like 96% and I would watch it rise. Yeah. And I, my favorite is in the summer when it's rising and it's still light out, but you get like these gorgeous photos and I bring my camera cause you know, I love to do photography. And, and I, I would it. take, thank you. You're I would welcome. take a ton of pictures. And then afterwards, I would usually just go sit on the beach for a little while and do some ritual. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing, nothing huge because of course there's so many people at the beach usually when it's like a big full moon. Um, but I always felt like it was a great time for me to check in with myself because you know, at the new moon, you're creating all the things that you want to do for that new moon cycle. So it was a great time. You're, you know, you're two weeks in kind of. And you can really check in with yourself and you can kind of see where you're at. Is this something that you're still working on that you're still trying to manifest? Is it something maybe that you realize you didn't really want? Cause we've all done that a oh, little yeah. bit or you don't really want it right at this moment and you could put it on hold for the next full moon maybe. Um, but I always found that just the full moon, like staring at the light and just checking in with myself seemed like such an important time. Oh yeah. And being at the ocean just added to it. 100%. I could totally get that. I love anything to do with the moon. Obviously, we both love the moon. Yes. We have her tattooed on our arms. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always nice when you were just saying before, like you could just leave stuff at the beach or... You know, it's always nice to like collect some shells, Yes. you know, maybe make a circle, um, with your shells and, you know, um, 
it depends where you are too. Some beaches, you cannot light anything at the beach. Um, a lot of the beaches here in Connecticut, you cannot have um, fires, even even um, private beaches. Yes, please sometimes follow you, the rules. Right. Sometimes <laughs> you can get away with a small candle, but a lot of people, they don't like that. And uh, I think it's because of the wind and everything else. And also people don't take care of things, and then you know what happens from that. But it's kind of nice to be able to sit there, and you could use the moon as your light or the stars in the sky. And you have your shells making your circle. I used to like to do like a circle around myself with whatever I found, like shells, seaweed, driftwood, you know, yeah. whatever I could find. And it just made me feel like inside that circle, just for those moments that I was there, it was just like a really special time that, you know, the ocean's here, the moon's here, it's a beautiful night, there might be stars out, there might not be. Maybe I could see another planet in the sky, which was always kind of fun. Um, yeah, and it's just, it, it, it felt like there was just opportunity from that. I don't know what it was about all those things coming together, but it felt like, wow, like a new beginning. Yeah. You know, and um, one time I was actually here at the beach and I was looking at the moon. It wasn't a full moon, but it was almost a full moon. And there was this thing moving across the sky. And I I was like, was oh, it a shooting star? No, uh, you know. And somebody else was telling me it was, um, oh, God. When they did that, like, uh, satellite. Oh, yeah, that flew by. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's it was cool. You so saw it. Cool. Yeah, it just, I just really happened nifty. to be here, and it was so cool. And it feels like, because when you're at the beach, there's so much open sky and yes, open. Yes, there's not a lot of light pollution. Yeah, you know, by my house, there's a lot of trees also, so you, yes. you can't really see a lot. And there's not, you know, of course, we live we live close enough to Boston and, and New York, but sometimes, my house, at least, we're affected by the lights. Yeah, I mean... um, where I am, we're kind of in a bowl of trees. Okay. So it's hard to see anything anyway. You know, they're okay. always like, oh, meteor shower. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to see it. Because right. Because it's just trees. Right. And I love the forest. I love the trees. Right. Um, but uh, even at our old house, which is a little bit, the property is a little bit more open, we used to come down to the beach to watch those because you could just see it so yep. much better. Yep. Um, and just something about having the ocean yeah. sound just enhanced, like as your soundtrack, it just enhanced the whole. 100%. The other thing that always strikes me when I'm at the beach, especially if it's not very crowded, which is my favorite time to be there, is the thought that I'm standing on broken up pieces of rock that are so old mm -hmm. and who knows where they came from originally, mm -hmm. you know, and that oh, is so beautiful. Oh, it's so exciting to me. And then I also think, so we live in an area where um, indigenous people were using the area right up to the beach. Mm -hmm. And so I often think about them, too, because they're they're the original stewards of the land. And, you know, I don't love that my ancestors, as a white person, right. <laughs> push them out. I have a specific ancestor who tried to help them okay. as best That's he could. Right. He failed miserably. That's right. You do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but at least he tried. The thought was there. The thought, the, the <laughs> he thought, thought an effort he, was there. He tried. It's a, a good effort. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I often think about the people who... Um, were predominantly living in this land before the Dutch and the English came here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and at that time, I also often think about giant lobsters. I don't even think lobster, <laughs> but like lobsters in the, you know, in the 1600s were like four to six feet long. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And my main thought when I think about that is who would walk up to that and be like, that looks like dinner. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, if you're spending your time hunting and gathering and trying to get food together, uh -huh. that's a lot of meat. You know? That is. That and is. how grateful they must have felt if one of those washed up or... Right. They wash up or walk on shore. They walk. I don't know. But they probably would have walked because there'd be no reason for them not to walk right? on shore. Because they wouldn't think that somebody was coming after. I mean, like, now you don't see lobsters walk up. Because, That's true. Because it's you know, habitated. Yeah. And they yeah. know, like, heavily habitated. I'm going to be dinner. <laughs> yeah, right. And, you know, I also think about how shells that were collected from this place were economy for the entire Northeast yes. region. Yep. Which is really cool. It's really, really cool. Yep. Um, so I think a lot about that and the people that, that had this land uh, before it was taken from them. Um, and I, I, I usually try to put some energy out to the universe for, for them and where they are now. Um, and, you know, I just try to connect with what it would be like before cars, before tourism, before, mm -hmm. you know, like when mm -hmm. you went somewhere, you went there with a different purpose in mm -hmm. mind a lot of times. Um, and it, it just kind of. The waves, the rhythm of the waves helps take me back to that place in my mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, I really like the meditation we're talking about that your grandmother told yeah. you. As the wave go, wait, so tell us one more time. Yeah, sure. As the wave goes out, you just think bad stuff out. And you can get more specific if there's something right. actually bothering you. Right, right. And as the waves come back in, good stuff in. And it's just. I like that. I find it's myself, so. Yeah. Like if I'm standing, I'll actually rock with the waves. Oh, well, a yeah. Bit. Yeah. As I, as I think that, uh -huh. and it's just, and it, it's, it's just so magical. It's just such a magical place. And I love that you can do the magic here. You know, it, it's great to have, have magical tools of the trade, so to speak, but yep. you can come here with your, your hands empty and just yep. Yep. feel so magical. Well, one of the things I like to do when I'm at the beach, like I said, is I like to, um, Especially if I come like in the evening, there's usually like, if there are people here, they're really, you know, they're mostly like eating their bar barbecue or whatever. So, um, I like to sit and sometimes if I could find enough shells or driftwood or seaweed to make a circle, if I can't find enough, I kind of use what I have and then just take, um, I take my little Tupperware container because on this spell you actually need a Tupperware container, but I take my Tupperware container, fill it up with water and kind of make the circle with the water you know, fill in the spots that. to close myself in. And I usually like to do a little bit of meditation. A lot of times, like, I'll say things that, like, I'm either, either working on manifesting or I'm so happy because they've come to me, so I'm giving gratitude maybe. But what I like to do is I kind of feel like all that sand that I've been on is now kind of, like, a little sacred because yeah. it's it's inside my circle. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm saying some things, I'm meditating, I'm keeping this as like my sacred space. And then what I like to do is I like to fill my um, Tupperware up with some sand to bring home. Because I use sand for my altar. Yeah. I use it in my incense burners. Um, I use it in spell work. I use it in some spell jars. Use it for all different types of things. I love sand. Um, and I, I love sand. But to me, it has to be sand from the beach because, you know, I mean, if I didn't live near the beach, then I would probably... I need Maybe sand. go get sand. Get, yeah. You know, I'd probably get like some of that fun colored sand. Yeah. You know, do you remember like, like everybody had like yes. terrariums? Yes. And they were. There but was if like, you shook them. Yeah. Well then, yeah. <laughs> then that was the problem. That was, but then it was I would just probably do like fun colored sand. But yeah, I like to do that. And then I like to, of course, what before I leave, thank the ocean and, and the sand for allowing me to take some and, you know, yeah. for remembering that special moment. And it's funny because 
I can remember, like I have sand right now in this incense burner in my living room. And it's, it's a pretty substantial amount. It's, you know, it is. probably the bowl is like eight inches, 10 inches in diameter. And, um, and I can remember like gathering that sand. That's now beautiful. I've cleaned it out a few times, gotten the incense. Now it's a lot of, a lot more ash than I usually would like. But I remember that time because I was going through something and I felt like because I released it to the ocean, it was, I think, I think I really felt like it was released then. And that sand seems very sacred to me. So I won't throw out that sand. I keep just kind of clean it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Do you ever supplement it. new sand into it? I have is not. It, is it like you I want it to stay not. purely that sand? I've been trying sand. to sit, keep it purely that sand. So like I've been like, uh, you know, putting it, um, like straining it yeah. and, you know, um, yeah. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's now a little grayer than sand would be because of all the ash, but I'm, I might consider supplementing into okay. it because I don't want to throw it out or get I rid of it. Blame you. But I would do the same thing. Like if I was getting rid of sand and if I was using it in something where I was trying to get rid of some sort of energy, I would, um, dump it in the garbage pail the night before the garbage men can't come and then, you know, and then have them take it away. Yeah. Um, I'm not big on burying things in my yard because I don't want it to spread. I always feel like it spreads in the rain. It okay. rains, everything gets wet, everything's shifting around, and now everything's spreading. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. But, um, but I really like to do that because to me there's just some sort of sacredness of the sand. Yeah. I think it is very sacred. Yeah. And it's... I... Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, and I really just love to collect things from the ocean. Yeah. Now, there are places that you go. You know, I'm a big, big sea glass person, and there are places that you go that have beautiful sea glass pieces, but, you know, it's against the law to take them. And really read signs because local people be that get person. really mad <laughs> and they, you know, they're like, why can't you just read the sign, you know? Um, but I do like it when I come to the beach and I, I'm able to collect like a piece of sea glass, maybe a shell, you know, and usually at the end of like the summer, I'll keep my most special ones, And I always bring the other ones just back. Yeah. I don't yeah. throw them out or anything. I just bring them back and, you yeah. know, and a lot of times I use them in like spell work or ritual work when we do our Sabbaths. Right. We used that sea glass the one time. Beautiful. I collected from a beach near here um, a, a, a stick. It was a driftwood stick. All the bark had been stripped off of it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what I wanted it for yet, but I just took it home with me. And if you if you scratch the stick, this is now years old, mm -hmm. you can still smell the sea on it. It's amazing. Oh. But I turned it into a wand. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... It's funky looking because I like put stuff on it. You know, it's it's got mm -hmm. like a key hanging from one end and giant crystals mm -hmm. that are like weirdly wrapped on with copper wire because I didn't really know what I was doing. And like a feather sticking off of one end that was donated by our chickens. And like, right. Because I'm also very careful about what feathers is, which you're, in some states you have to be. In Connecticut, basically the only feather you can keep and take is if it's from your own birds or a turkey. Keep yep. a turkey feather because turkeys are everywhere. Yep. Um, yep. But any other feather, unless you are an indigenous person, you're really not supposed to keep it around here. So yep. uh, I'm very careful about that. It was donated by one of our own chickens. Right. <laughs> uh, and, you know, there's just a lot of stuff on it. But I, I really like it. I don't use it all the time. Okay. But it's nice to have it when I, when I want to. And sometimes I'll just take it out just to get that smell. Mm hmm in my in my nose but i like that i mean i like the fact that it's something that's so special to you and it means something yeah. you know i mean and don't get me wrong i go to the store and i buy lots of things and you know um and that's fine too but like 
there's something about having things that you found and things that you were so excited when you found it, you know, not knowing what you were going to do with it, but like yeah. thinking later, Hey, I'm going to make a wand, like, and I'm going to do my wire wrapping the way that I want to do it on my <laughs> wand. And I think that that's totally fine and legitimate. Um, because people should do whatever they want with their stuff. I agree. And I think that it's really nice to be able to create anything that you're going to use in your practice. I agree. I think that that's wonderful. And, um, you know, the sea just gives us so many gifts. Um, it really does. And, I, you know, I think that we take it for granted because we live on the coast. And, mm -hmm. you know, but I try to I try to remember. I can't. I shouldn't take this for granted. I don't have to live on the coast. I could live anywhere else in the world, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just something so like such a magical setting. Like right now, you know, we, we're very fortunate. We have this beautiful park next to the beach or, you know, next to the ocean. And it's really a lovely place to come sit and like watching it now, people are starting to leave for the day and you could tell that they feel, you know, I don't know. There's just a certain way that people look when they're going to their car after being at the beach. They look lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Like they feel like, you know, something happened to them that day. Yeah. 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 And whether it's the sea air, whether it's the waves, the, the way the sun looks as it's going down, mm -hmm. it doesn't even matter. It could be all those things, but it is definitely something special. It really is. You know, my dad, my dad always loved the water and my dad loved his boat, but my dad hated hated the beach okay he did not like sand <laughs> it wasn't his thing no it was not his thing but he would come in the ocean with me for hours and then you know he'd have to walk through the sand yeah and not be Generally very happy about it yeah <laughs> you know but um and we always like i said we always were at the beach yeah and um even even when you like even when you're on your boat you still have to like deal with the beach and stuff and, um, and he always would say like there's just something about the water that makes me feel really good yeah you know, and I think that my dad would never use the word magic, probably. Um, but I think that it just made him feel like a very magical way. That's what like he that was getting cleansing at. when you when you're in the ocean for so long. Yeah, definitely. You know, again, that was many years ago. I don't know how clean the water is now. If you feel that clean when you come out, but uh, I think uh, in general it's pretty good. Yeah. This week, maybe yeah. not so much because yeah, we've got all this stuff that's come down in the river. Um, I, yeah, I just, I, I think it's such a special place and, um, it's one of my favorite magical places, any stretch of beach. Yeah. There, there, so last summer, knock on wood, mm -hmm. we had temperatures well into the hundreds with humidity. Yeah, we did. In July, it was really we bad. Did. And one day, um, my mother and I had had enough. <laughs> yeah. And we drove out to Stonington, Connecticut, which is not too close it's not too far but that's where basically the atlantic ocean meets long island sound mm -hmm. and we got there and it was 20 degrees cooler than it was at home glorious it was glorious we stayed for a while eventually the temperature dropped and we're like now we're cold yeah now yeah. we're cold we're gonna get back in the car and go home but we drove right out to the point there mm -hmm. and like you could see where the ocean was coming in uh-huh it was obviously rougher than the sound wow. um but it's now, it's, it's, it's a place I enjoy going because of that. And I think there's something about the ebb and flow of a tide that so nicely mirrors the rhythms of life. Yes. And it's kind of like, if things are stressful, if things are not good in life right now, you can go to the beach 
and you can watch the water come in and know this tide is going to last only so long. And the same is true in life. Yep. Like, yep. It's not going to stay horrible forever. Absolutely. It absolutely isn't. Um, yeah, when you were just talking about being cold at the beach, there's nothing like being at the beach all day, being on the beach at night, and then having to put on your sweatshirt. Oh, I love it. It's the best feeling. I, um, I almost grabbed a sweatshirt tonight because I was like, are we going to be there long enough for it to get cold? But I looked at the weather. I'm like, it's not going to get that cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get that cold tonight. But um, August. Yeah. August is the August time for nighttime sweatshirts. August is when it does it. A wow. huge wave just, wow. Whoa. I mean, that had to like splash up six feet over the seawall. It did. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. I, just, I don't know why I'm astonished by these things. I grew up here, but this, like. The spot that we're sitting at is really quite nice because it kind of rounds like it's like a little half round, I guess. And you can see houses on each side. But then there's this one area where there's just rocks where people keep their kayaks. And the, the waves are, the water's hitting the rock and it's just flying up in the air. And it's very glorious to watch. It is. Even out there, there's some rock out there. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty neat to watch. But yeah, if you get the chance this summer, try to get over to an ocean or a lake. Like I said, a lake is probably really fun. I just don't really go to the lake. Right. Well, Only because we don't live near one. We don't. Um, rivers are good too. Yes. Just try to get to a natural body of water if you can. And if you can't. Yeah. If that's not in the cards for you right now, maybe play like an ocean meditation track or something and just let yourself... And put a fan on so you get some breeze. Definitely. You know? And let yourself imagine that you're standing at the shore. You could even put a, a picture or a video of a beach up so that, you you know, kind of like the um, the, the uh, Yule Log channel <laughs> on Netflix. Yep. What a great idea. Yeah. And, you know, put on a fan, put on the sound, and just kind of let yourself be at the beach that way. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy that. You know, maybe even if you have some suntan lotion around, take a yeah. take a little sniff of that because that coconutty smell is always great. Um, and then follow it with the smell of a bowl of salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you can, meditate and think about, you know, what you would want to bring in to your life and what you would want to let go. Like bring in with the waves and let go with the waves. And I think that, I think after just doing a few minutes of that, you'll feel some some ease in your mind. I think so too. Yeah. And it's a nice way to do magic without, you know, like, I think magic can be really fun to plan for. Victoria and I have a lot of fun planning Sabbaths. Yes, we and, do. You know, all that stuff. But it can also be really special when it's spontaneous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things I love about the beach so much is it's, it's such a playground for spontaneous magic. It is. And you don't need any fancy tools. You don't need any fancy tools. You just need yourself Basically, and the Basically, you just need yourself and what you find. Yeah. It's fabulous. Yeah. And I'm even going to suggest after we record that we go down on the sand for a little bit. We definitely should. Although there's been a couple of people that have come with those metal detectors. Oh, oh yeah. That's a tree. Sorry. Um, and so they probably, you know, I don't know what they're looking for, but maybe they found some really good things. But um, they might yeah, have done I think we should look down there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Victoria, is there anything else you want to add before we go to our last segment? I don't think so. I think that what I, all I'd like to say is, again, it's like free magic. You could go. You could go to the beach, you could meet, create your own beach, um, and just sit there and really relax and take it in. Because if we don't relax in these summertime days, we're, we're never going to be relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> so just relax, use some magic, use, use, use the air and the sky and the waves to thank your guides, to thank your ancestors, 
to just thank the world, you know, for, I mean, I hate to say it for another day, of course, because I sound like I'm, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I sound a little crazy. But besides that, just to thank for like where you've gotten so far, because you've been coming along, you know, on this journey of living. And sometimes it's rough. And sometimes you need things like the ocean. Yeah. To bring you into a sense of peace and zen. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's, I like the part about the peace and the zen, not the life being tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life just for tough, the sorry. record. <laughs> peace and zen. Peace and zen. And go imagine what you would do if you won the lotto. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Margaret's already told me what she would do. So. I know exactly what I would do. If anyone's curious, it includes starting with paying off student debt. Boo. <laughs> and then getting a house. Okay. Yay. By the beach. Yay. Um, Okay, so uh, you know you're a witch if. Yeah, do you, sure. you want to tell? Do you want me to? Yeah, I can you tell. Sure. Great. Well, friends, listeners, you know you're a witch if you collect gifts from the beach and bring them home to build an altar. Yes. That's actually a fun if you know you're a witch if. I mean, they're all fun, but yes, yes I think that one also is, is fun. And I think I said, if you know you're, if, <laughs> wait, I don't even know what all I All the said, ifs. But it was really funny. I, I think I said if many times. All the ifs. If you know. <laughs> uh, Listen, this is one of those days when we're going to go meditate by the water for a bit. Exactly. And, uh, and you do the same. You do the same. Um, I think maybe we should leave folks with just a couple, like a minute or so of just waves <gasps> and wind. That's a great idea. Here we go. Waves and wind. All right, everybody, have fun at your beach, whether it's a real beach or a created one. Stay magical. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. If you loved this, please leave us a review. We can't wait to talk to you again next week.